Hello and welcome to the second ever episode of my podcast, The Brain Train. I'm Margaret DeLong and first I just want to start by saying thank you guys so much to everyone who's listening right now and to everyone who listened to the last episode. I really was not expecting <laughs> the response that I got. A lot, a lot of people listened to it. I really thought it would just be my mom and dad. Um, thank you mom and dad though for listening. Love you guys. Um, but seriously, I've met so many cool new people who reached out to me because of this and had like so many good conversations. Um, just based off of my last episode and so that means a lot you guys uh, that's awesome if you guys are still here thank you so 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 much um, I know that I said last week that I was going to do uh, my second episode on the power of self-talk however I want to bring in a friend to do that with me and we were not able to get together um, before I wanted this to go up I want this to be a weekly thing so I decided I would do one on my own because I had already asked her to do that other one with me and so I would have just done it by myself but I really really want to hear her thoughts on it and she's wonderful so you guys will get to talk to both of us next week. So I'm gonna change it up a little bit this week and do something on a topic that um, is not necessarily nitty-gritty to mental health in particular but it's something that's been on my mind a lot lately and is every year around this time and so I'm going to talk about the new year, because <laughs> not only is it an exciting time, and it can be a great time for mental health, a wonderful fresh start, it can also be really, really difficult as we reflect back on the year that we've passed and think about maybe the disappointments or shortcomings or failures, and we tend to pick out all the ways we could have done better instead of seeing all of the wonderful things that did happen around us. I've always kind of been bothered by New Year's. <laughs> it's never been my favorite holiday. It's just because I I don't really like parties <laughs> anyways. I get tired kind of quickly and usually like to nap on the couch during parties, which, you know, just sounds really exciting. <laughs> but, um, so I've never really, really loved going to New Year's parties or really looked forward to them. And usually I'm pretty emotional towards the end of the year and I'm I just want to kind of sit at home in my room on New Year's Eve and like just take in everything that's happened to me in the last year because I'm a really reflective and kind of nostalgic person and so that's my favorite way to kind of spend the end of one year. Um, I tend to look back at old pictures and things that I wrote and just see how much I've grown and how I've changed in the ways that I don't see on a day-to-day basis. But not only is it just that I don't really want to go out of my house on New Year's Eve, I also just don't really love the hype around it. I don't like this concept that we wake up one morning and all of a sudden we're starting over (laughs) on a specific day. Because it's my philosophy that we wake up every morning and have the chance to start over. We really, really do. And putting so much pressure on one particular day and one new year and one new month to totally change the way that you've been living your life is just not realistic. I mean, when we're talking about it, it takes 21 days technically to form a habit, but I believe, oh gosh, I was reading about this the other day, it takes 60 days to like ingrain that totally as your new like lifestyle. That's a really, really long time to keep repeating a habit. And honestly, most of the habits we set for ourselves 
our, or these goals that we set on New Year's are not really that realistic anyways. We tend to throw ourselves into these things that honestly we don't really have a whole lot of interest in. We just, oh, we saw so-and-so on Instagram said that they were going to try that or we wish we looked like our favorite fitness page or YouTuber or something like that and we think, yeah, January 1st, perfect time to start. And I'm not saying that it's not a great time to start over or to reevaluate where you are or anything like that, but I am saying that it's very, very dangerous to put too much stock into one night, one day, and changing yourself into an entirely new person. Because that's that's just not realistic. One of my favorite quotes is by C.S. Lewis, and he says, isn't it funny how day by day nothing changes, but when you look back, everything is different. And that is one of my most favorite things to think about because that has helped me a lot through my mental health journey in particular, a lot of times people who struggle with depression and anxiety get bogged down in the day-to-day and the the daily weight that they're carrying. And one of the things that really helped me kind of coming out of some of my lowest points was to look back on how far I had come. Even if it was just, wow, I got out of bed and I showered today, or I actually ate three full meals today, that's really good for me. Or if it's just like now, when I'm in a really good place, um, being able to look back at like first semester of my sophomore year and say, wow, I am not in that really, really dark place anymore. And that is a wonderful gift that I have been able to come so far out of that. Um, So, you know, January 1st, there's a lot of power to it. There's a lot of pressure on it. And I guess for me, I just want to emphasize the importance of finding that balance in this first new month of the year because yeah, it's wonderful. A new calendar year, a new date that we're writing on our paper. Um, You know, for seniors, they're saying, oh, this is our graduation year, or I'm gonna go on this trip in this year, or a new decade even is way more pressure and way more to think about. But I I just wanna encourage everyone that I know to, not sell all of your hopes and dreams on the first month of a new decade. If you don't succeed at every single thing that you have planned in the first month of 2020, then that makes you human. (laughs) That really does. It makes you nothing other than what everyone else around you is. None of us get it perfect. I was in therapy a couple weeks ago and well, maybe a couple months ago at this point, I honestly, months, months and weeks just run together for me. (laughs) But I was in therapy and I was talking to my therapist and we were kind of discussing just my anxiety generally and what was kind of weighing on me. And I looked at him and I said, I am constantly afraid that I am never living up to my full potential. And he looked at me and he said, no one is. And At first I was like, well, that's a really dismal way to look at things. But the more that I thought about it, the more that I realized, of course, of course no one is living up to their full potential. When by full potential, we mean completely unrealistic things. It's not possible for the human brain and body to be constantly functioning at 100% capacity all the time because we need energy, we need rest. Sometimes we get sick and we have to fight off illnesses. Sometimes emotional things happen to us and our equilibrium is thrown off. It just, it really depends on the moment. And (laughs) I'm a huge, huge fan of always trying your best at every single thing you do. I think there's no reason not to, but... 
one thing that I want everyone to start thinking about and looking at in this new year is that me doing my best looks different than the girl sitting next to me in Spanish class doing her best. And I don't know what's going on in her life. She doesn't know what's going on in mine. We may look different on paper, but there's so much more going on in everyone's intricate life than just what you see in the hallways, on their Instagram page, on their test scores, in their grade book. There is so much more going on than that. And it's difficult to start a new year and, and to be so full of this hope for the future and looking around at these new heights that we want to get to and to constantly just be knocking ourselves down from that. I am just concerned that some people put too much stock into the idea of a new year and some people don't put enough, I think, into the idea of starting over. I don't think you have to start over on January 1st. I don't think you have to start over on your birthday. I don't think you have to start over the day you become an adult. I don't think there's ever a perfect time to rebuild your life into what you want it because nothing happens all at once. What your perfect life looks like a week from now is totally different than what your ideal life will look like 20 years from now. That's just the reality of being a human being and going through changes. But when we start... I don't know. When we start to think of starting over or growing or changing as an instantaneous or even measurable feat, that's, I think, when it becomes dangerous. And I know everyone's not like me. Not everyone processes things um, through words or through writing or kind of creatively. And, and I'm very much a person who writes everything that I think and feel down. So when I look back to two years ago, I see, oh, wow, I was... I was writing a lot of very sad and heavy things, and now I write a lot more um, happy and light things. Not everyone's like that, but even just being able to look back, like, I don't know, through old photos of yourself and see, wow, I look so much genuinely happier now than I used to look in those pictures. Um, not all things are, are tangible. That That's kind of what I'm trying to say is that while someone you're following on Instagram might have dropped 20 pounds in the last two months and they're able to document that with a number, another person might also have just gotten through a breakup or just gotten through a depressive episode. And that's not something that they're going to be like, hey guys, 21 days since my last time I cried in the mirror. I mean, (laughs) we don't measure everything tangibly. And so sometimes I think we get stuck And this goes kind of along with the self-talk thing, but we get stuck in this mindset, in this mentality of, I'm not getting better, I'm not doing enough, I'm not where I'm supposed to be right now. And I just, I struggle when I hear people mostly being too hard on themselves, but also just basically saying that they're not where they want to be in life right now. I think that that's okay to acknowledge. Actually, I think we should constantly be acknowledging and assessing where we are right now versus where we want to go and how we get there because that's that's growth, that's putting in effort, that's taking charge of your future. But what I what I don't stand behind is when people kind of take that and make it into a make or break situation for their happiness. Your happiness does not depend on (laughs) really any external factor. It's my belief you can choose to be happy. Well, I don't think you can choose to be happy, obviously, when you're clinically depressed, but I think you can always choose positivity. You can choose to look forward. 
you can choose to talk kindly to yourself and help yourself through the difficult things that you're going through. You can choose to reach out and get help. And I know that to someone who doesn't struggle with mental health, hearing me say that is probably like, well, yeah, duh, I mean, I do those things every day. But I also know that to someone struggling and in a bad place with mental health, those things that I just listed off might literally sound like the end of the world to you. You might think, there's no way that I can do that. And I guess that's really the biggest thing that I think about the new year is that when you go in to this new chapter of your life, this new decade, this new beginning, just saying, I have to do everything. I have to be everything. I have to do the most that I can. That, that's not really a growth mindset. That's not really allowing for any mistakes or errors or, or things that will occur in your life that you have no control over. I try to, I've been trying to talk to myself a lot more lately and say, instead of I have to be everything, I can be anything. Instead of I have to do everything I can, I can do anything I want to. I just think that the way that we set goals, the way that we think about our future and the parameters that we set for ourselves is so detrimental to the actual carrying out of our growth as people. Because when I'm, if I'm being honest with myself, I don't think, well, I didn't used to think every single day, have I grown today? You know, I wasn't constantly just like, well, how did I get better in this area of my life? And how did I do this and this and this? Partially because I mentally was not in a place where I could really think about self-improvement. I was really just in a place where all I could really think about was survival and, and having hope for the future and taking care of myself through this really terrible episode I was going through with terrible mental and physical health. But now, if you guys follow my spam, you'll see I posted something the other day um, of the reminders I have in my phone. And I have one at night to take my meds. (laughs) And then I have one in the morning that says, try to be a little kinder today than you were yesterday. And then I have two at night that say, Who or what made your world better today? And what is one way you made the world better, a better place today? And so I encourage you guys when you're thinking about growth and becoming who you want to become and making this world what you want to make it, you don't necessarily write down a checklist I mean, you can. That's definitely very helpful if you're trying like a new workout regimen, a diet plan. I'm not an expert on those kinds of things because of the way my mental health has often played out. I have not been terribly great at being on top of (laughs) activities that happen every single day consistently in my life because every day used to just be so very different. Some were wonderful. Some were absolutely terrible. Um, But just because... I guess what I'm trying to say is when you think about yourself in retrospect and futuristically, I encourage you not to necessarily write down or think about even, I will be this, I will do this, I will say this. Instead, I think it's so wonderful to say, what am I now? Where do I want to be And how can I get there? Because one thing that I figured out about myself was one thing that I want to do every day for the rest of my life is be a little kinder than I was the day before. And I think that's something that is achievable for me. And there are days when I go to bed and I think, you know what? I was not 
as kind today as I was yesterday, or I was not very nice to so-and-so, or I wasn't, I didn't talk very nicely to myself today. So it's not like every single day I am achieving that perfectly or checking it off. But when you kind of exclude this idea of a checklist or something that has to happen in a certain time frame constantly and consistently, you're allowing for flubs, you're allowing for mistakes and growth. Because I know that one thing that happens to me a lot as a perfectionist is that if I even miss, I mean, one question on my math homework that I just want to give up, I just don't want to do it anymore. If I forget to get up and work out one morning or if I'm too tired, then well, the, the workout plan is off. Like I'm not going to do it anymore. And and that's something that is really difficult to combat. And if you guys have any tips on that, please let me know how to keep up with a consistent schedule when you're struggling with mental health, because that is something that even coming out of my worst episodes, I still struggle with that consistency and that, that motivation piece a little bit. So kindness is really just so the basis of everything that I want to spread on this podcast because you can't get anywhere if you're not nice to yourself and you really can't get anywhere if you're not nice to other people but I don't think you can really be that kind to other people if you don't like yourself if you're not nice to yourself if you don't allow yourself to make mistakes to grow as a person that's that's the whole thing, folks. That's the gig. <laughs> we always mess up. I mean, I mess up many, many times a day. I say things I shouldn't. I don't do things as well as I should. I, I do things I don't mean. I mean, that's just the reality of being a human being. And the new year tends to put a lot, a lot of pressure on becoming something that we weren't. It, it really... The whole idea of new year, new me really plays off of a lack of self-love. I think that's my biggest issue with it, is that the entire idea of changing this person that you are, changing the life that you live, is not really rooted in positive growth. It's more rooted in a negative outlook of yourself and your life. If you want to set a goal for yourself, if you want to make this world and your future a better place, you cannot start from a place of negativity. That's not enough to motivate you, to fuel you, to keep you going. When you start from a place where you're saying, well, in 2019, I was miserable. I hated my life. Um, I didn't like myself. I'm ugly. I'm stupid. I need to get my life together. So now I'm going to make a plan. What about that makes you feel good? (laughs) I read an article about creating goals for the new year out of self. Actually, I think it was another podcast I was listening to, the Radical Transformation podcast. They're really, really great, by the way. If you want to go check that out, friend recommended that to me. And it's, I mean, she's lovely. The girl who does the podcast, she's amazing. She talks a lot about mental health. And she did an episode um, towards the end of the year about kind of new year and setting goals and I was feeling super anxious about the new year because I I was coming back to school and I just had kind of a lot on my plate that I wasn't sure um, I was going to be able to handle and listening to that podcast I had never really thought before about why I disliked new year so much because the truth of it is it's not about making your life better because 
you love and care about yourself. It's about making your life better because you're miserable. <laughs> and and that is not something that I stand by. I think in every moment you can choose to be happy with yourself. Yes, it is such a long process. In the self-talk episode, I will detail a little bit more of why I believe everyone can and should like themselves beyond just loving yourself. Because loving yourself is one thing because you can always love who you the fact that you exist, but a lot of us don't like ourselves. We don't like the way we look. We don't like um, the traits about ourselves that don't make us fun to be around or that we wouldn't want to be friends with. And that's just, that's, mm -hmm, that's a long journey, a long journey to accepting the parts of you that you're not a huge fan of. And then even coming to like them and notice that there's something about you that makes you unique and strong. And so when I was listening to this podcast and I was kind of thinking about the new year, I realized we, we just need to do a total 180 on the way that we think about starting over. I'm still the same person that I was on December 31st. When you really want to think about it, I'm the same person I was when I was six years old. Have I gone through a whole, a whole lot of change since then, and do I act very, very differently than I would have at age six? Of course. That's part of experiencing things in this world and developmentally changing, but I am still the same person at my core functioning in the same soul that functioned way back when I was six years old. One of my favorite concepts, and not everyone, you know, really likes this concept. Not everyone kind of thinks that this is how it works, but for me, this is a really encouraging thing. Um, one of my favorite ideas is that we don't become who we are meant to be. I think we really spend our whole lifetime peeling off all the layers that we don't need, setting down all the burdens we don't need to carry, and really digging down to what makes us tick at our core. That is the biggest thing I have been so focused on lately is who am I at my core? There's a, a youth pastor at my church who always tells um, everyone that he believes that there is one thing that each of us is about. Like if we had, I don't know, I always think of this like if you had to make a slogan for yourself, what would it be? I think that's such an interesting concept and mine changes like weekly, but it always has something to do with giving more love. It's always, it's phrased differently. Sometimes I use like joy or peace or happiness or whatever I'm gravitating towards at the moment, but it always has to do something with making people feel comfortable and happy with who they are. That's like the biggest thing that makes me tick is that if I can make this world a little bit brighter, if I can make someone feel better every day of their life, every day of my life, that's the biggest thing. And so when you think about that maybe growth is not adding a new skincare regimen on top of everything that you've already done it's not buying new products because you know instagram keeps recommending ads for you maybe it's not journaling every day or practicing your instrument every day or going on a run five times a week sure maybe that's part of it but when it comes down to it why are you even motivated to do all those things what is it that at your core makes you who you are. Because I do believe that everyone has something, even if it's not really able to be put into words, they have something that they really truly believe through everything that they go through. And so 
I kind of, I guess I think of growth almost as reverse growth <laughs> because I believe that when we grow and change the most is when we uncover all of that stuff at our core, at our most core and moral values, what we really believe and think about being a human being and how we function in this world because you can add more as much as you would like you can learn everything in every textbook possible but people who don't sit with themselves who don't think about who they are who don't think about the things they love about themselves and this world never probably reach a place of true contentment if they're just always hungry for more. In a way, I think we have to be hungry for less. We have to kind of be aware that there's only so much we can intake as a human because we're just one person. But we can always, always sit with ourselves and just acknowledge the way that we feel, the way that we react to things. And a little bit that's kind of the concept of mindfulness, which is probably something I'll talk about on here too, like mindfulness meditation, um, particularly for like anxiety and depression, but also like just for stress and just for existence. I mean, it's really the concept of mindfulness is just being aware. It's just an awareness that we've kind of lost over time when we've gotten so swallowed up in all of the options that we have and all of the uh, the the media and content that's at our hands. I mean, at a click of a button, I can watch almost any TV show that has ever been aired. I mean, that's when you really stop and think about 21st century technology, that's kind of insane. And we kind of really don't need that. <laughs> not saying that it's not so much fun. I didn't spend like three hours yesterday watching High School Musical, the musical, the series, because I did. But <laughs> it is super not necessary to the human experience. And so... I think that often today we we are at a shortage of, of time for ourselves and of value for human connection. We kind of mask over it or we don't truly sit down and dig into that kind of stuff. And that's kind of that's kind of a hindrance. So I guess going into a new year, a new month, a new semester in school, a new nine weeks, a new class that you're starting, whatever new place you are growing in, whatever new chapter or door is being opened in your life, I think the biggest thing that you can do that will set you up for success and contentment at the end goal, but also more importantly along the way, because the along the way path is so much more of the time than the end goal, is to just sit and ask yourself, what is holding me back from being what I want to be? What is holding me back from feeling the way I want to feel, from treating people the way I want to treat them, from doing my best in school, from doing my best in my sport, or um, my relationship with my mother or brother or friend? I mean, when we really sit down and think about (laughs) what is stopping us from growing or what is stopping us from changing that's I think when we see the biggest growth happening because I mean if you're just continually ramming into a wall and something's hitting you head on you're never going to grow and change from that I've had kind of a long (laughs) drawn out struggle with math class because when I was little 
had a couple teachers and a couple situations where it was just kind of ingrained into me, not by anything they directly said to me, but I just kind of picked up on this feeling that I wasn't good at math. I kind of just got that into my head at about the age of nine or 10, that I wasn't good enough to be doing the math that I was doing. I wasn't smart enough. I couldn't test well enough. I was too anxious. I didn't like it enough. I mean, I came up with every possible excuse. It got so bad to the point that I barely passed. And I don't mean like, oh, I had a, I had a B minus, so I barely passed. No, like I had a D minus in honors algebra two last year. I had to retake it over the summer and I got an A when I retook it, but I barely passed that class because my motivation was so shot. Um, I was sad and annoyed every day in that class. I told myself, I don't like the teacher. I don't like the material. She's not good at teaching it. The material isn't good. I mean, I I fed myself all of these extravagant stories just to justify the fact that at my core, I didn't think I was good enough at math. And every time my dad would say, you are blocking yourself from being good at this. You don't truly believe that you can be good at this. I would cry or shrug it off or something like that because I wasn't ready to really come to terms with the fact that, yeah, deep down, I did not think I was good at math. Through a lot of conversations with my dad and a lot of thought with myself and also the rejuvenation of my mental health, I've come a really, really long way. And I literally just finished studying for a math quiz. I have a math quiz tomorrow and I'm feeling very confident about it. I will do the best that I can and I'll get the grade that I get. And that's, that's what's going to happen. But nothing was changing for like four or five years going through math. It was just getting worse and worse and worse. And I was blaming it on every possible thing I could. What I really needed to do all along was sit down and say, Something is blocking me right now. There's a roadblock in my way, and that roadblock is that I don't think I'm good at math. Now, what can I do to fix that? I think, honestly, a lot of times, that's the first place to start, and that's the hardest part. It really is the most difficult part to sit with yourself and A, say, what do I not like about myself, or what do I not like about this situation, but then also, now what do I do about it? That honestly takes the most effort, you guys. So... Long, long lots of thoughts about growth, particularly pertaining to the new year, but I guess the bottom line is that, which is kind of the bottom line on literally every episode I'm probably going to do on here because it's, it's my thesis. It's what I believe about humanity. It's what I believe about the world. If you don't start from a place of love, you're not going to get anywhere that is worthwhile. You're really just not. And, and you know what? I'm not going to say that like it's a fact because life works differently for literally every person. This is just my thoughts and my experiences um, using positivity and and reflection to kind of better myself. But, I, you know, I'm not going to say that like it's a fact. I'm not going to say you won't get anywhere good unless you love yourself. Because while that is true for me and while I do personally believe it's true for a lot of people... I, my biggest thing is encouraging people to find out what's true to them because everyone else has a different truth. And so if for you, it's, if I don't start in a place of peace, I won't get anywhere. You know, if you really need tranquility and calm and just a nice understanding to start in anything in your life, maybe that's true for you. Or maybe, you know what, 
that's not even true for you. Maybe you can get to a lot of really amazing places in your life by just kind of moving. <laughs> that really does work for some people and I have yet to figure out how. I have to contemplate every step of my of my day, of my life, I always have. And I, so some people do definitely function more analytically and not as emotionally, but whether you're an introvert, an extrovert, a thinker, a feeler, it is my true, true belief that everyone benefits from just sitting with themselves, from unpacking all of the baggage that we've been handed over the years, all of the things people have told us about ourselves that we now believe all of the things that we tell ourselves that we now believe, all of the things that we've wanted to be and never have been, if we can just set that all down, you will find so much waiting underneath all of that. And I think that really, I mean, what is cooler than that? What is a bigger growth than learning to love yourself? Nothing, really, to me. I mean, that is kind of the hardest thing to do. Because it's a continual choice. It's a continual process of waking up in the morning and say, Today, I'm going to be kind to myself. I'm going to love myself no matter what. And I'm going to mess up. And I'm going to learn from it. And I'm going to grow through it. And when you're living with a mental disorder, I mean, that's there are days when that is almost impossible. But even just when you're living without a mental disorder, with regular serotonin levels, I mean, it's still so difficult for whatever reason, human nature, first of all, to acknowledge our flaws, but also for some people, it's just very difficult to sit and think about themselves. Some people just don't like that. Some people just don't really know where to begin. I know I'm the kind of person who has just always been aware of myself pretty much and always known kind of what I was feeling and thinking at most moments in my day. That's just how I function. But if you don't function like that, I encourage you, whatever new chapter is coming up in your life, whatever goals you're starting, whatever you are being too hard on, too hard on yourself for right now, I encourage you to sit with that. To really just let it exist and let that be okay. Acceptance is really the first step in growth because if you're not even acknowledging that something's a part of your life, you're never going to grow through it or from it. And, and that's not helpful. I mean, that's a roadblock in and of itself. So seriously, you guys, January 1st is not that big of a deal. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's a great fresh start sometimes it's a wonderful new beginning. But if it hasn't been a wonderful new beginning for you, if you feel the same that you did four weeks ago, or if you feel worse than you did four weeks ago, that's okay too. There is no timeline that we're all supposed to be living by for no particular person, but also you're not living the timeline of your best friend or your mother or the person next to you. That's not how that works. So if this year has not yet been what you hoped it would be, maybe in the way that others have interacted with you or situations you've had happen to you or even decisions and choices that you've made or the way that you've been in this world lately, I promise you, growth is still happening. Growth is still coming. Life does go on. Life always goes on, you guys. I mean, the world keeps spinning even when we feel like it is stopping for us. The world is still spinning. You're going to get up in the morning. It's going to be a new chance to start over. Whatever that means for you. If that's just 
getting up on time, if that's trying a whole new, I don't know, workout routine tomorrow, it doesn't have to be extreme. Maybe it's just smiling at yourself in the mirror tomorrow morning or telling yourself that you look good before leaving for the school day or saying to yourself, I'm going to ace this math quiz before you go to take it. I mean, starting over, (laughs) it's so quiet. It's such a quiet revolution that no one even has to know. Inside your own head, if you wake up tomorrow morning and you think, this is a brand new start. It's kind of like your little secret. Like no one is going to look at you and be like, yep, she's starting all over today. He really, yep, it's a new day for him. I mean, that's not, (laughs) that's not how that works. Whatever you need will come to you when you need it to be there because you are capable of everything and anything that is coming your way. And it does not matter if today is January 1st or February 20th or August 16th of 2025. You're still growing. You're still changing. There is still time left to be everything that you want to be. And the first step is loving yourself. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I will be back next week, hopefully with a friend. We'll see how our schedules work out. It may have to be two weeks from now. I'm going to text her and find out. But yes, if you would like to reach out to me, I would absolutely love to hear from you guys um, any of the thoughts that you had on things like this and any questions that you have. And also, I probably have a million questions because I love talking to people. If you guys have ideas for an episode or if you want to be on one, absolutely please text me, call me, reach out to me. I know that I think a couple weeks from now, I'm going to do an episode where I'm going to need like a lot of people to volunteer. I want to kind of do an episode on... Um, asking people just a ton of questions about their life that I don't think we ask people enough. That's not really like a mental health one. It's just kind of um, me asking people questions about how they feel about themselves and how they feel about the world and stuff like that. So if you would be interested in being on that, please, please, please let me know because I would like to start kind of getting a list running to see um, who I could talk to and interview for that. But once again, happy January. I believe it's 21st, January 21st. You won't see this until tomorrow, but um, Happy third week of January. You guys are doing wonderfully and thank you so, so much for listening today.